Hey, this is Annie. And Samantha. And welcome to Stuff I've Never Told You, production of iHeartRadio. Welcome to another edition of Happy Hour, which again falls onto a Thursday for us. We're on a roll. As well as afternoon. So yay, look at us. Look at us. (laughs) And before we start, A, remember, drink responsibly if you choose to do so. Mm -hmm. B, we do have sponsors, not by these people that we're drinking from. Anyway, I'm going to go ahead and open, today we're doing a beer, so I'm going to go ahead and open mine. So we're going to do a little of the sounds if you don't like this, you may want to skip. <laughs> but uh, yes, I do have a question before we start talking about this lovely drink we're drinking. Okay. You're actually really good about using alternative transportation and or an alternative to cars. Do you actually enjoy it? And why did you choose to do it? I do really enjoy it. It is, in fact... When I was choosing my apartment, um, and I know joke, I, ha- I still have the list looked at at least 57 places. I chose it because it was so important to me that I could walk to things. And I also used to bike, but my bike is in serious need of repair to the point my landlord actually texted me and was like, should I just throw this out? <laughs> I was like, no, <laughs> I will get to it one day. <laughs> yeah, I, I do enjoy it. I I feel like it gives me a sense of accomplishments in both like I'm getting, I'm outside and I'm getting some exercise, but also it's just nice to feel like, oh, I can get from point A to point B with not using my car because parking is a nightmare and I despise it. And also I'm kind of, I'm not like a nervous driver. No, I am a nervous driver. I, yes, you are. Yeah, I, I, I struggle with this though because I could be wrong. Maybe my friends are all lying to me. I don't think I'm a bad driver. I'm just a really no. like... I get nervous. Um, so I try to avoid it whenever, whenever possible. So I guess it was kind of a combination of realizing, oh, I could just walk there and being able to do that, which I'm very lucky and privileged to have that, and really not liking driving and parking also. <laughs> parking. Right. Yes. Parking is a pain for sure. Yes. But see, I, I think part of for me, and I, I, I guess you and I kind of grew up in the same mentality, but I grew up in a very small town, mm-hmm. there was no public transportation. Mm-hmm. A, you could not just walk to somewhere. Everything was 10 miles away. There was no sidewalks. I remember my uncle had gotten hit because he would try to walk mm-hmm. uh, to places. And that would just like, that, and that, that took it all day for him. But he got hit a couple of times because there's no accessible right. sidewalks. Mm-hmm. And so for me, I'm still so inundated with car, 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 Mm -hmm. that it's hard for me to do. Also, I don't know how to ride a bike. I still don't at 40 years old. And I I have this theory because, A, I didn't come into the U.S. till I was seven. And so, therefore, when I was in the orphanage, activities like that didn't happen. We didn't have those cutesy, it lets me teach you to ride a bike. Mm -hmm. A, B, when I came into the U.S., my home was in a country, rural area with gravel roads. Nowhere really to teach you to ride a bike. And so I didn't even have one at one point in time. Mm -hmm. I did almost learn because I went to a friend's and stayed with them for a week. And they taught me. And I I was okay with it, but I was never confident. And I never had any like place to actually bike. So I never did it again. Mm -hmm. But I I thought this was something interesting because the company we're talking about, which is um, New Belgium, that's one of their big focuses is creating sustainability 
sustainability, especially when it comes to commuting and environmental issues. And one of their big themes, as you've seen, if you've ever bought any of their products, is bicycles. And mm-hmm. I thought that was really interesting because, again, uh, the the owner who we're going to talk about, Kim Jordan, talks about how she found her love for beer as they were traveling through European countries and biking through. Mm-hmm. And that kind of became just a part of the brand. And not too long ago in Atlanta, they did a whole thing where they did a film, like outdoor activities film fest, essentially. So the people who did outdoor uh, right. Yeah, so kind of like sports and such, they would have a whole like festival for it. And then they were giving away bikes that all were branded with New Belgium logos. So I found that fascinating. And so I, just, I kind of wondered, you know, our habits on top of that. But that's not necessarily what we're talking about. I was just interested in that. <laughs> I could go As a on. subject. <laughs> I know. Um, and today we are enjoying a refreshing staple beer, Fat Tire, from New Belgium Brewery, uh, originally based in Fort Collins, Colorado. And it was founded by CEO Kim Jordan and her husband, Jeff. And yes, I'm also very proud to claim her as one of my social worker peoples. Mm-hmm. I love that. And which inspired New Belgium's core values. And we're going to talk a little bit about what those are. And just like any good social worker, she was a jack of all trades within her new company and helped expand the company to the success of what it is today. And as we muddle through all the negative things that have happened within the brewing industry, it is a delight to see the way this company grew and became the success that they are today. In 1999, the company started the fun tradition of giving away anniversary bikes that had the new Belgium brand, which was given to employees to celebrate their first year anniversary with the company, which apparently is still happening. Again, wouldn't be helpful to me because I can't ride a bike, but you know, whatever. (laughs) I actually, I haven't thought about learning to ride a bike in in a while, but I should examine this memory because I think it's one of those memories that would show in like a superhero origin story. Of course. Where you're kind of like, why are they showing this memory of this child like struggling so hard? And what does it tell us about? <laughs> it's always in a pivotal like yeah. character building uh, part of the movie for sure. Yeah, because I didn't learn until, actually I have no idea if this is early or late, but I think I was eight or nine. And my parents had given up on teaching me because I was so insecure or like, I didn't have any confidence, so I would just fall, like constantly just fall, fall and hurt myself. And so eventually they gave up and I kept going out there and I kept falling and falling. And I finally succeeded. And they saw me like pass the window and my mom came out and like dropped to her knees and started crying. And I'm like, wow, "Wow." it was a struggle, Samantha. Like, (laughs) it feels like a, it feels like a scene you'd see in a movie like, huh, I don't get what this means yet, but it will be important later. (laughs) But it will show soon enough. And yeah, it's always a pivotal moment of growing up of the, you know, the parent teaching the child and what yeah. an accomplishment that is. Yeah. But that's a whole different subject. Uh-huh. Yes. <laughs> Sorry, I had to go back down. Memory lane, I had to bike back down it. That is not all. Speaking of this company, they also allowed the company to be 100% employee-owned in 2012, which they were already sharing ownership with their employees beforehand, but went 100% employee-owned by the 457 co-workers from the 41.5% it was previously. 
But it wasn't just their overall good practices with the employees, but their continued work in social and environmental change. In 2003, they created a sustainability department, which included starting an on-site solar panel installation program for the company and a wastewater treatment facility. In 2009, they were able to have the largest private solar array in Colorado. And in 2020, the Beer Fat Tire is the first certified American carbon-neutral beer in the U.S. And it's no surprise that the company, and Jordan herself, has received many awards and accolades. In 2018, Jordan was named as one of the 2018's 30 world-changing women in conscious business. In 2016, she was named as one of the top 100 business visionaries in creating value for the world by the Business Insider. And, of course, she was awarded the Governor's Citizenship Award in Colorado. But she's not the only woman to receive an award within the New Belgium family, but also Lauren Limbeck, who was awarded the Russell Scherer Award for Innovation in Craft Brewing. So they've made some big headway in their practices, for sure. Yes, and their beers have won awards as well. One of the first beers, the Abbey, which was a Belgian-style double, won a gold medal at the Great American Beer Fest. Yeah, and honestly, their fat tire we're drinking still holds up. I love a good amber, and honestly, it's just as good as I remember it. I will say this was one of my beginning beers. So when I was first starting to drink beer, learning about alcohols, this is one that was easygoing. And as I remember today, even though things have changed, they've got anniversary editions of this, it's still really tasty. And I feel like it's light enough, even with the amber, that it's enjoyable whenever. Yeah, I also love a good amber ale. And to me, I know I must have had New Belgium before, but uh, I, I don't recall specifically having this one. And it's very, it's very easy drinking. And it has an interesting... It kind of coats the mouth, which I, I usually associate with darker beers, but it also has like kind of the nice, bitter, grassy burn at the back, which I usually associate with more hoppy, lighter beers. So yeah. I, it's like kind of a balance and I really enjoy it. It's dual, yes. Yes. So this is what they said <laughs> of the beer on their site. Fat Tire was born on a bike. When our co-founder pedaled his way through Europe, sampling beer along the way, the tires on his mountain bike garnered glances and comments that inspired the name of a craft beer icon. The flavor profiles he discovered on that ride sparked the recipe for beer he would begin to brew in his Colorado basement. Yes, and here is their description of the beer. Fat Tire's unique flavor profile originates from 1930s Belgium. During this era, small breweries began offering easy-drinking beer crafted with signature Belgian yeast in order to satisfy the taste of visiting British soldiers. Today, Fat Tire delivers drinkers everywhere a flavorful, balanced beer with a fresh herbal hop profile, fine malt presence, and a touch of fruity yeast, making it a timeless beer with broad appeal. And not to pat myself on the back. Good but job. I, I I hadn't read that yet. You did that. I, I'm really bad at describing taste, but hey. Maybe, maybe you're learning. I feel like I am educating you. Yes. And I say this as in like I'm making you drink more beers and describe it to me <laughs> and not necessarily me teaching you anything to be able to describe. So good job. I'm proud of you. Thank you. I love how I've turned an episode that's supposed to be about <laughs> lauding the accomplishments of a brewery into, look, I can describe the thing. <laughs> also, I learned to ride a bike one time. <laughs> there you go. You know what? 
that's how it goes. It's happy hour. It's true. Um, and just to put a note in here, they're no longer an independent brewery. They did sell to a larger uh, company, which has some controversy in it. I know there was a big conversation about who was buying them out, but they had the whole board uh, voting about whether or not to sell. So it was a democratic level of decision making. So, you know, they did what they did. Uh, but I am always excited to see when something has a great story for sure, highlighting what women can do. Yes. And I love when you learn, like, something on a logo does have this history behind it. Most of the time it does, but not always. So it's nice to, sometimes you take (laughs) those things for granted, but like, oh, the bike has a whole story behind it. Um, Yeah. Well, cheers. Cheers. Um, Happy, happy hour. (laughs) Yes, clink. And as always, (laughs) listeners, we would love to hear from you. If there's anyone we should highlight in the industry of beverage, be it alcoholic or non, uh, you can email us at stephaniediamomstuff at iheartmedia.com. You can find us on Twitter at momstuffpodcast or on Instagram at stuffmomnevertoldyou. Thanks as always to our super producer, Christina. Cheers, Christina. Cheers. And thanks to you for listening. Stuff I've Never Told You is a production of iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. 